0: Hello everyone, you're welcome back to my podcast, the Let's Talk About Sex with Jeanette podcast. And this is a season 1, episode 2 of this podcast. It's the 4th of January 2021, a new day, it's a Monday, and I really hope your week is starting on a good note. So today, we'll be talking about human sexual anatomy. Yeah, we'll be talking about the human sexual anatomy we as a sexual rights educator i'm basically educating you about this like i said in my last episode my job is to basically educate you about having sex and legal sex with your partner but there is no way i can educate you on that without having to introduce you to sex to sexual intercourse to your body out to your body your reproductive organs and all that so today i'm going to be Talking, I'm going to be educating you about your, your 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 um your reproductive organs, which is also known as the sex, uh, which is also known as the human sexual anatomy. Yes, the human sexual anatomy. So basically, the human sexual anatomy is divided into the male sexual anatomy and the female sexual anatomy. Please remember, I told you that this is not going to be a gender-based education program. It's going to include both men and women. And women so I'm going to be talking about both the human the man the man um, the man's sexual anatomy and the woman's sexual anatomy too so let's start so basically we need to ask ourselves what is human sexual anatomy Human sexual anatomy basically includes biological characteristics that define and differentiate humans and classify them into male and female. So, basically, what it's basically saying is that human sexual anatomy refers refers to the biological characteristics that that differentiate a man from a woman. A man has a penis, that's sexual anatomy. A woman has a vagina. That is a sexual anatomy. So, in simple, re- in simple language, in simple terms, that is what human sexual anatomy simply entails. So, I'm going to jump into the female sexual anatomy today. We are only going to be talking about the female sexual anatomy, and in the next episode, I'm going to delve into the male sexual anatomy. So, the female sexual anatomy, there are two. There are two parts. There's the external and there's the internal female sexual anatomy. So now we're going to be talking about the female external sexual anatomy. So, the female sexual anatomy and um, the female external sexual anatomy includes the external genitalia. The external genitalia, what I'm talking about, is basically the vulva. What people call as what many people know as the vagina is actually the vulva, the outer parts of your. Of your anatomy, of your biological characteristics, I can see is what is vu- is what is known as vulva. But people always mistake it as mistake it as a vagina. The vagina is the is usually inside the birth canal, that canal where um, a penis enters a vagina. That is it. So we are still going to go into that to more details into that later. So like I said earlier, the ex the external gen- genitalia consists of the vulva and the Pubis, yes, it consists of two the vulva and the pubis. This is what you can easily see. This is where you can easily go in front of the mirror and you can see your external genitalia or the external female sexual anatomy. It consists of the pub, of the pubis and the vulva. So, what is the pubis? The pubis is a fleshy area on the pelvic bone where your pubic, pubic air grows. I think this is not there, it's explained this already where your pubic hair grows. That is what is called your pubis. So you can see it is your external genitalia. And now we are going to jump to the vulva. The vulva is the external part of the female genitalia and it consists of so many parts. The major part of the vulva is the labia majora, labia minora, the clitoris, the urethra opening, and the vagina opening. So now we be talking about each and every of these parts I've mentioned. So what is the labia majora? The labia majora is the fleshy outer lips located at either side of the vagina opening. So (laughs) I will need you guys to like sit in front of your mirror naked and try and locate your labia majora. I'll have showed you a diagram, but then this is a podcast, so that's not possible. So I really wish you guys would just sit in front of the mirror and check out this parts of your vulva just to, not because of anything but just to educate yourself so that's basically it so the fleshy outer lips located at either side of the vagina open is called the labia majora. so now we are going to go to the labia manura what's the labia manura the labia manura are the inner lips hidden inside the labia majora. so once again step in front of the mirror and check yourself out so this labia minora can sometimes extend beyond the labia majority for some women i've seen something like that i've seen url um, on on twitter so we see so, so so many pictures and videos of naked women so i've seen something like i just described the labia minora extending out of the labia majora. i've seen something like that. so it is perfectly normal so now I'm going to go to the clitoris. What is the clitoris? The clitoris is usually sits at the top of the vulva where the inner lips meet. It is very, and I'm, I'm very sure if you are sexually active, you know what the clitoris is That part is very sensitive to touch. It's it is used for sexual stimulation and it is also used for arousal. So, yes, I, I assume we are 18 plus, so I, I assume. We all know what the clitoris is if you don't know what the clitoris is it's just at the pubis it's just a little bit below the pubis area where the inner lips meets it looks like a penis kind of but it is not a penis it's like really small like when a girl is a girl or a lady is a rose it's always comes out and looks like a penis so do some people say? but the clitoris is very very easy to locate very easy so it is very sensitive to touch and it's useful Sexual stimulation and arousal. Also, we need to know that the size of clitoris varies from woman to woman. And again, some women don't have clitoris. It is it is a must. Like it is normal for every woman to have a clitoris. But because of female sexual uh, female circumcision, some women's own were cut off when they were still babies. So, yeah, we are, we are still going to talk about that in later episodes. So the fourth part I'm going to be talking about is the urethra. Yes, I know some people, so many people have this misconception that your urine comes out from your vagina and oh no, your urine doesn't come out from your vagina, it comes from the urethra opening. The urethra opening connects your bladder straight up so the only thing that comes out of your vagina is probably when you're having sex and the guy removes his dick or when you are on your period. Or when you are when you are putting to bed when the baby is coming out, so urine doesn't come out from your vagina at all, but urine comes out from your urethra opening. So the last one under on the external female anatomy is called the vagina opening. So vagina opening is a visible part of the exterior part of the vagina which leads to the vagina. So you see what I was saying that people that always mistake the vulva for the vagina what you're actually calling the vagina is involver or the vagina opening the vagina gongong is really not visible to the eyes like it's not really easy to see like that so yeah that's why it's divided into external and internal female sexual anatomy so now we are going to go to the internal female sexual anatomy the internal female sexual anatomy consists of the vagina not the vagina opening. I know I talked about vagina opening external. So now we're talking about internal. So it consists of the vagina, the hymen, the ovaries, the fallopian tube, the cervix, and the uterus. So I'm really not going to be touching on everything. I'm only really going to be touching on the vagina and the hymen for the purpose of our series. So the internal female anatomy starts and begins from the vagina, which is the canal that leads from the vulva to the uterus. So now let's talk about the vagina. The vagina is also known as a birth canal where a baby who is about to be born passes through and where penetrative sexual intercourse takes place between a man and a woman. So I want, to, I want to assume that everyone knows what vagina is. I want to assume that 90% of the people listening to me are sexually active because I'm in Nigeria as much as we pretend as if we don't have sex we are have most of us we are having sex let me say we are i don't want to say we are having sex because i don't want to talk about my personal life on this podcast so i'm going to assume we are having sex so for the 10 percent that i think are not having sex so the vagina is that canal is sort of a canal where when you're about to have penetrative quote penetrative sexual intercourse with a man uh, specific uh, emphasis on the man, penetration, and with the man. This is where the man inserts his dick, his penis, his dick, his penis. Where he says is that the vagina. So for those people that have sex, yeah, I think we you know that already. And also the vagina is where a baby comes through. Maybe baby in, in his uh, in a uh, uh, mother's womb about to be delivered. That's where the baby comes through. This is also where your menstruation blood comes. Through. So your urine doesn't come from your vagina. Your menstruation blood comes from your comes from your vagina. So. The vagina varies in size, but the average length of a vagina is 2.5 to 3 inches. So now we're going to go to the hymen. An hymen is a membrane of tissue that covers external vaginal opening. It's usually broken the first time. Let me come again. An Imen is a membrane of tissue that covers the external o- op- vaginal opening. For those people that are sexually active, I'm very sure do you know what the hymen is because most of you, the first time you had sex, your hymen was broken. You bled, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is the breaking and the rupture of the of the the breaking and the rupture of the hymen is what made you bleed. So for those people that have not said having sex yet, so yeah, when you're about to ask the first time you have sex, you will surely bleed because no no not surely not surely because it doesn't apply to every woman but you are going to bleed sort of because the membrane is a very thick is a very tough tissue that needs force something like force not force force but some kind of force for it to like give it enough room for the penis to get into the vagina and have sexual intercourse so that is the I mean for you it's usually broken for the first time as a woman during sexual intercourse. That's what they call about getting this virgin, getting this deflowered. However, it's not every woman that experiences bleeding on their first time of sexual intercourse because not every woman is born with iron. Some people have, some people even, some ladies even have closed, um, closed iron, which is very, very rare. But then some women, like thirty percent of women, do not have iron, and so they do not bleed. On their first time having sex, so all these, I um, will believe that if she doesn't bleed on her first time having sex, she's sexually active or not. It's totally wrong. It doesn't work that way. Somewhere, when some women were not born with iron men, so they might not bleed. So apart from penetrative sexual intercourse, the iron men can be broken in every other way. And in, um, in, um, sorry. Apart from penetrating sexual intercourse the iron can be broken in several ways too it can be ruptured and broken in several ways it can be ruptured as a result of pelvic injury sport activities like riding bicycles riding an horse if you are engaged in very in sport activity if you are a very sporty woman your iron can be ruptured and broken in that way pelvic examination, rape, fingering, or childbirth. Those are the other ways the IME mean, can also be broken. It's not only sexual intercourse. And also in the case of of homosexual homosexual people too, IME mean, can be broken maybe between a lady and another lady, two lesbian lovers having sex through the use of dildos or sex toys to penetrate the vagina so that's not the so yes so that's so it it also includes them too so like i said not every woman is born with an Imen so the second so the third external female anatomy is a breast the breast is also known as a mammary gland the major function of the breast is to supply milk breast milk to the infants after childbirth but that's not the only function for those who are sexually active again, I'm very sure your nipple during foreplay, if you engage in foreplay, your nipples—most women, their nipples helps them get aroused, and that nipple is also used for sexual in, in, stimulation. During all oral, oral sex, it is soft, fondled for sexual arousal and sexual stimulation. So that's that on female sexual anatomy so thank you for listening to my podcast and please come back next time check back next time for the next episode which is going to be on the male sexual anatomy my name is janet odori one more time and have a lovely day bye